Welcome to the latest Pink Podcast in the Pink Elephant Podcast Series, dedicated to leading the way in IT management best practices. Welcome to an introduction to COBIT, part three of four with IT management consultant Harpreet Verdi. So what does IT do? You know, you could stand there and you could probably give a, a three-hour, you know, nice presentation. This is what we do, this is how we do it, etc. But what COBIT has, it has a picture and a picture speaks a thousand words. It has a picture of 34 processes, which pretty much cover everything from strategic planning and design all the way through ongoing monitoring and continuous improvement, applications development, and the ongoing operations environment, and kind of explains this is really what IT does. It's a scoping statement. So, and that's a real benefit. If, so, if you're standing up and you're trying to implement service level management with your customers, for example, and they say, well, what do you actually do? What value do you, pro do you provide as IT? Well, you can start off by saying, well, this is just a picture of all the different elements and domains process-wise that we're looking at to support you as a business. Um, process orientation, clear roles and responsibilities, shared understanding. You know, I moved from the, uh, the UK to, um, to North America about two years ago, and Walking into a shop, somebody said, hey, Looney. And Looney is, you know, this, it's, it's a one, it's that one dollar coin. And I was like, that's just shocking. You know, how can you say that? Looney in England means that you're mad or you're nuts. You're absolutely crazy. So you, you get terminology conflicts. You do. It's, it's reality. So, um, you know, let's not assume that English is the same the world over, let alone the fact that a number of other countries speak other languages which are not English. So to actually have this common terminology really does help. So some of the key players, um, ISACA, ITGI, um, COBIT is actually a registered trademark under the ITGI. ITGI and ISACA work very closely together. And practitioner organizations as well have helped to evolve COBIT as a framework. So in and amongst others, PINK has supported COBIT in ensuring it actually aligns terminology-wise to ITIL. So a bit of framework history, the extreme makeover that COBIT has gone through um, over the past couple of years, since 1996. It kicked off... Um, in its first edition, really as an auditor's tool. If you weren't an auditor, you didn't really have too much interest in COBIT because COBIT was all about auditing controls. That was its origin. That's how it kicked off. In 1998, um, there was a discussion around, well, you need a bit of support in terms of how you implement COBIT. And then in July 2000, it started to, it started to get the shape, which is what it's in right now. So in July 2000, ITGI, um, became sort of the official sponsor and the owner, if you like, of COBIT. And they added something called management guidelines. And I'm going to be touching on management guidelines and what they mean in a lot more um, detail. So I'll focus in on in around on what the sort of the management guideline perspective of COBIT is all about. In the fourth edition, 2005, after a lot of research, they've come up with um, business to IT alignment and risk and value, and they've actually ingrained that as part of the COBIT framework. So some of the products, if you go onto the ITGI website, you can subscribe to a number of different uh, products and services associated with COBIT. A very high-level overview. ITGI COBIT says that there's really kind of three stakeholders of the COBIT framework. There is the executive and the board level. So if you're a senior manager, leader within your specific organization, 
there is a board briefing on IT governance second edition. As a document, it gives you a sort of a strategic executive view of what COBIT is all about. If you're into business, um, or if you're a business process owner, if you're an IT manager, if you're um, working within the governance realms as you know, managing a new governance um, focus area in your organization, then management guidelines is the focus area that you want to focus on in terms of COBIT. And management guidelines cover everything from performance measures, how do you measure specific processes, it covers goals, it covers where are you right now in terms of a maturity rating of that process. It covers a lot of material, which I'm also going to run through in this session. The third stakeholder group is, you know, if you're um, consultants, if you're audit professionals, etc., then you have specific guidelines called the IT Assurance Guide, for example. There's IT Control Objectives for Sarbanes. Oxy has a book in its own right. So there's a number of products out there. Another two um, types of products out there is the what. So what is actually IT governance? So there is a product called COBIT Online, which basically has all of the material that you have in the PDF format, which you can download freely, but goes into a next level of detail. Um, and it, it's, it's all encompassing around you know, COVID, and it depends on what level you subscribe to. But if you want to have an online version where you can you know, go onto the web and basically have access to online information around what COVID is all about, that's a product which is out there. If you're about to embark on an implementation project where you want to implement COVID within your organization, then also um, the ITGI has got some products to support you. So you've got the IT Governance Implementation Guide, COBIT Quick Start. So COBIT Quick Start is if you're a sort of a smaller to medium-sized organization and you want to ask the eternal question, where do I start and what do I do first? Then COBIT Quick Start really can help you. And what it does, it focuses on not 34 of the processes, just 30 of them. So you just uh, you don't cover four of them. But uh, it is seen as a quick start. COBIT Security Baseline is if you are a um, non-security technical person within IT or within the business and you want to assess where you are right now in an understandable way with respect to security, then the security baseline is there to support you. So there's a, a lot more information. That's just a taster of some of the products which are out there to support you on the actual website. So some of the key concepts in terms of COBIT, um, there are three parameters. COBIT says that business needs information, a common concept, you'd think, but it really does drive on the fact that the primary driver for the business is that it needs information, and it needs information which is accurate, which is reliable, which is available, which is confidential, etc. And it has criteria as to how you define that information. It says in order to deliver or have information which is fit for purpose for the business, you need IT resources to do it. You need people, you need applications um, automated, you need the underlying infrastructure, you need the physical setup, etc., cetera, um, to support that information. But also, you need to manage these resources in some kind of a cost-efficient way, and therefore you need processes. So those are the three concepts, really, of COBIT. It forms the COBIT principle. Business requirements, IT resources, IT processes, and they're all linked. So um, this is the bit that I'm really passionate about, um, and it comes really probably from more of the fact that I came from the business environment into IT, and now I'm from IT looking into the business environment and, and uh, 
outside in. As part of the fourth edition of COVID, there was an exercise which took about two years, and there was this kind of mass research data exercise where the authors of COVID were asked to go out and speak to, you know, irrespective of industry, all the measures and all the goals and all the objectives that they could gather from the business in terms of how the business was assessing IT and how IT was considering it should be assessed against the business. Huge exercise, masses, tons of data. And what they realized was when they streamlined it down, they had generic 20 IT business goals for IT. 20. And that's after two years of research. So what they also did was to say, well, let's be clever about this. Let's not just set those 20 goals. Let's just actually you know, split these out into a balanced business scorecard. So in effect, what you have, 20 generic business goals for IT from a strategic perspective built in the form of a business balance scorecard, which you can pick up right now and use and adopt and adapt and make it fit for purpose in your organization. What COVID also did was to say, well, it's great having these business goals in terms of what we perceive and think the business should be expecting and requiring from IT, but what about IT-specific goals? So if you want to have strategic IT goals to map back to these business goals, what should they be? So, so COVID came up with 28 of those and linked them. So now you have this handy link between IT strategic goals with business goals for IT. And those mappings are all provided in 4.0. So I'm not going to run through all of them in um, verbatim detail, but... Balanced scorecard, you've got the financial dimension, the customer perspective, internal learning and growth. Financial, expand market share. Um, as a business goal for IT, return on investment, manage business risks. Customer perspective, improve customer orientation and service, service availability, agility, time to market, being responsive. Internal, um, lowering your process costs, having... Um, transparency, compliance with internal policies, continuous improvement. Learning and growth. Um, acquire and maintain skilled and motivated staff as a business goal for IT as part of your business balance scorecard. So COBIT puts you know, the people element way up there in terms of your overall dashboard. So you know, these are business goals for IT which are defined in more detail in terms of what they specifically mean and measures associated with them in the actual COBIT framework. IT goals, I said there's 28 of them. Ensure IT services are available as required. Improve IT's cost efficiency and, contrib and contribution to growth. And every single one, and this is just some of them, deliver projects on time and budget, meet quality. And it links these 28 specific IT goals to those 20 business goals, so you have a mapping between the two. So if somebody was to stand up and say to you, hey, change manager, how does that particular metric that you've measured support our business goals? Well, you can say, well, sir or madam or whoever that person is, it links to this IT goal and that IT goal links to that business goal and that's how we're supporting business overall in terms of IT. You now have that mapping. It doesn't mean that you have to completely adopt it and endorse it as it is verbatim. You can change it, you can adapt it, but it's there. Process orientation. So this is going to be terminology overkill, but that's what this is all about. So um, there's a hierarchy with respect to processes. There are four domains. Domains are logical groupings of processes. 
Um, there are 34 processes which are broken down into activities um, with control breaks, and there are tasks um, which build up the activities, which build up the processes, which group into the domains. Um, what COBIT also has is something called IT control objectives. So, you know, the, the definition is that an IT control objective is the desired result that you want by implementing certain control procedures. But for each of the 34 processes, which I'm going to show you, you have an associated high-level control objective for every single one of them. And every single one of those high-level control objectives are broken down into detailed control objectives, and those detailed control objectives are broken down into specific control practices to help you um, endorse those objectives. So that's the actual structure and the hierarchy of how COBIT works. You've been listening to part three of an introduction to COBIT. Please join us next week as we present you with part four. Thank you for joining us for today's Pink Podcast. Go to www.pinkelephant.com to find out more about our products, including Atlas, a knowledge database with hundreds of example documents and templates for your IT management best practice projects.